uh, not this Monday, I'm sorry, but next Monday night. I'll let her tell you about that and all the amazing stuff that she does. And we'll be back on Thursday nights talking about overcoming depression and anxiety and especially the things that um, go on this time of year. Many of us have lost loved ones that are near and dear to our heart. I know many of us have lost parents and siblings and even children, grandparents, and this time of year can be sad and depressing. But we want you to know that God is able. He's able to carry you through. I've really been missing my mother this week, but I tell you, I can't stay sad. I may get sad because I miss her, but I can't stay mad because she loved the Lord and she taught me about the Lord, and I know that she's with the Lord again, so I can't stay sad. I have to go from being sad to laughing and rejoicing and thanking God for the 41 years that he gave such an amazing woman of power, of strength, of courage, and of faith to me. He chose her to be my mother. So with that being said, I'm going to bring to you uh, the woman of the hour. But before that, this song just dropped in my heart, and I want to play just a little of it. Please stay on the line because she is going to bless you. She is going to encourage you and ignite the fire within. But we just want to set the atmosphere with just a little bit of this song called Lord, I Need You by someone near and dear here uh, in Dothan, Alabama, not too far from Panama City, Nalorance Davis with Lord, I Need You, just a snippet. When I don't have the answer to why I'm going through, tell me where, where can I go? When I'm all cried out and the tears are gone, my heart feels the pain, cause I don't know where to run. All my friends have walked away So I fall down to the ground And I lift my hands up And I cry the Lord. At this time, I bring to you the amazing woman of God, LaShawn Dobbs of Divine Purpose Publishing. Good evening, woman of God. How are you tonight? I'm I'm great. I'm blessed. Amen. Amen. Well, you have it, woman of God. 
I am excited about what you're going to release in the atmosphere tonight. Allow the Lord to use you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for having me on uh, once again, Ramonda. I just, I, I thank God for you, Senor. I thank God for the ministry that he has blessed you with. Um, before we get started, I will talk about um, the podcast that we have, only because I don't want to get into the flow and then have to come down um, to talk about any um, any of the things my husband and I do afterwards. So I just want to be able to stay right there in the flow. So um, I am LaShawn Dobbs. Um, CEO of Divine Purpose Publishing. My husband and I, we have our family. We have um, a publishing company to where we publish Christian literature. And then we also have a show um, for authors, for upcoming authors, and from, for those who just have powerful, amazing, like, testimonies where their testimonies just need to be shared with the world because they just bring something special to the table, and um, they have so much to offer. Um, so that's the show that Ramonda is speaking of that she will be on in the next, um, not this coming Monday, but Monday, December 18th, Emerge from the Ashes. Um, so we will be live on Facebook Live, um, and we will also be on the air just like we are on the air tonight so if you just keep an eye out on either Ramonda's page or my page, you will see the flyer for December 18th to where you can tune in. And she will be on a guest on our show on December 18th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for, um, for approximately an hour. We'll be on the air um, speaking with Ramonda as she begins to share her courage and her victory that she has had throughout her, her life journey, her testimony. Um, and so um, I think that's about it. <laughs> you can follow me on Facebook um, at LaShawn Dobbs. And that's about um, all I do want to share. But I just want to get into um, what the Father is speaking to us on tonight. And I just want to say that the song that you played in the beginning, Ramonda, is so on point. Um, <laughs> that's the vein that we're going to go ahead and we're going to stay in on tonight. Um, thank you, Jesus. So I'm going to go ahead and pray before we get started to see how Holy Spirit wants to flow. I don't want to flow um, out of my emotions or, you know, or anything that I'm thinking, but I want Holy Spirit to flow on tonight because it's through the flow of Holy Spirit that we receive what it is that we need. And what we need on tonight does not exist in the earth. What we need on tonight exists only in the heavenlies. My God, thank you, Jesus. So that's where we're going to go. That's the only place where we can go. When when we have a problem in the earth, the problem does not exist in the solution, does not exist in the earth for our problems, but our solution is outside of the earth. So we exit the earth in order to receive what it is that we need. My God, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Papa, we just bless you on tonight, God. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Hallelujah, Jesus, for you are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords. You are excellent. You are awesome in all your ways. And we just say thank you on tonight. 
thank you, God. We open ourselves to you on tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. We open ourselves to you on tonight. Thank you, Jesus, my God. We exit everything that we know, my God, of the earth realm. We exit our expectations. We exit our emotions. We exit our even our desires and our thoughts, my God, the things that limit us. My God, the things that cause us to even limit you, Papa. My God, we exit those things on tonight. My God, we step outside of them. Thank you, God. And we step into you. My God, we step into who we truly are in you. My God, clothed in righteousness. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. When we exit the earth, those things in the earth no longer even matter or exist. That means bills. That means worries. That even me. That that means all of those things, my God. Thank you, Jesus. So we step into the truth of who you are. My God, tonight we step into truth. My God, we step into truth. And we exit every limitation, my God, everything that causes us to think that you are confined to this earth, we exit that on tonight. Oh, God, my God, and we step into the truth of who you are. You're a God who cannot, my God, who, who, who cannot be limited by what we think, what we feel, what we see. My God, you are a God who sits high and looks down low. Thank you, Jesus, who's so big, so grande, so huge. My God, so far away, yet you are so close to us. You're closer than the very air, the very breath that comes out of our body. You're closer than that very breath that we breathe. You're closer than the very skin that we wear, but yet you're so so far away and so close at the same time. And we just want to say thank you. Thank you for who you are to us, Papa. My God, thank you for being so amazing, so awesome. If you can just go there with me on tonight, if you can just envision this amazing God that we serve, who is also our Father. Thank you, Jesus, who's concerned about each and everything that you go through. And when we exit the earth, we realize that our problems are not bigger than God. God is actually bigger than everything, my God, everything and anything that we can possibly think of. He's so much bigger, my God, for he is the problem solver. My God, glory to God. So when we are overwhelmed by things in the earth, where do we go? My God, we go to him by exiting the earth. And how do we exit the earth? We get into this place, <laughs> this place where we are on tonight. My God, allow him to take you to that secret place, the place where nothing else matters. And when you get to that place, my God, this is the place of his presence. This is the place where we bask in his glory. This is the place where, my God, everything is so light and carefree. This is the place where we dance in his presence, my God. And as we dance in his presence and as we just worship him and love on him for who he is, my God, not even thinking about what it is that we need in the earth, but worshiping him for who he is, my God, this place of just fellowship and commune with you, Papa. 
This is the place where we crave and we desire every single day. And this is the place where you call us into yourself, my God. And this is the place that we can. We actually can enter every day. My God, this place of peace. My God, this place where there's unspeakable joy. My God, and all I see around us, even as, my God, we exit the earth and head to the heavenlies, all I see around us is just joy. I see, I see flowers blooming. I see, I see greenery. My God, I see, my God, I see happiness. I see joy unspeakable. My God, oh God, hallelujah, Jesus. And I'm just overwhelmed with this sense of peace. My God, this sense of assurance of who he is. My God, this sense of knowing that there's nothing bigger than him. Thank you, Jesus. This is the place where we can go every day, the place of his presence into the holies of holies. My God, for you are with us, and we say thank you on today, Papa. My God, glory to God as he holds you in his arms. Mm. Allow him to hold you in his arms on tonight. My God, allow him to wipe away every tear that you have ever cried. My God, glory to God, and as he wipes away the tears, I just see joy coming on the face of his children. Just this, my God, this, this, this radiant joy. My God, it's a joy that you just can't see and, and even explain when it comes to the earth realm. My God, it's just radiant. Jesus, my God, that's the place, my God, where he desires us to live and to stay in his perfect peace and in his radiant joy. My God, Jesus, basking in his blissful love for us. Yes, allow him to shower his love on us on tonight as we open up and we receive his love. Thank you, Jesus. Open up and receive the love of the Father, his overwhelming, in a good way, overflowing, my God, joy and love and peace comes to us on tonight. And all we have to do is just drink it in and receive. Drink it in and receive. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, my God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, Papa, we just love you. Thank you, Jesus. We just absolutely love you. My God, hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. When you exit the earth and enter into the heavenlies, that is such a place where we go and we do not want to exit. We don't want to leave, my God, because there we don't feel any pain. There, there is no heartache, my God. There, there is no cries out for help because we're right there with him and we're, we're, we are just in a place of receiving from heaven. Thank you, Jesus. But as I have all, I would all <laughs> but as I have learned, we have to exit the heavenlies. And we do have to live here in the earth. And in the earth, there are things that don't go exactly the way we desire them to go. 
there's hurt, there's pains that we go through in life. But we thank God because he has given us the solution that when we are going through life and day-to-day things come up um, against the truth of the peace and of the and come up against the truth of the joy that he has given us, we can always find the solution and the answer in his word. My God, thank you, Jesus. So on tonight, we're going to go to Philippians chapter. First, we're going to go to Philippians chapter 3. We're going to go to Philippians, the third chapter. And we're going to start at We're going to start at the ninth verse We're going to start at the ninth verse of Philippians chapter 3 I'm just seeing like I'm just really waiting to see what Holy Spirit is saying That's why I'm hesitating on the chapters I just wanted to look to make sure that was correct So Philippians chapter 3 starting at the ninth verse And I'm going to be reading from the Passion Translation. The Passion Translation is a fairly new translation. And this translation absolutely captures the heart of God for his children. Um, It is a translation, they say, for, um, for a new generation. This translation is so powerful. It's hitting, it's, um, so many hidden secrets and mysteries, um, and, and just the, like I said, just the revealing of Papa's heart in his love for his children. Um, so this is the Passion Translation. Philippians 3, starting at the ninth verse, this is my passion, and this is Paul speaking. Paul's writing a letter to the church in Philippi, and we get to have this letter and receive it and be able to um, be able to read it for ourselves and apply it to our own lives. So, um, yes, so Paul, he's writing this letter to the church of Philippi. And um, so it says, my passion is to be consumed with him and not clinging to my own righteousness based based in keeping the written law. My righteousness will be his based on the faithfulness of Jesus Christ, the very righteousness that comes from God. And I will continually long to know the wonders of Jesus more fully and to experience the overflowing power of his resurrection working in me. I will be with him in his sufferings, and I will be one with him in his death. Only then will I be able to experience complete oneness with him, in his resurrection from the realm of death. Mm, Jesus. So Paul is sharing the passion and the desires even in his own heart to be one with Christ Jesus. To, he understands that um, we must share in the suffering of Jesus Christ. And he says that he just wants to be one with him. In his sufferings and, and even in his um, even in his death, and he says, only then will I be able to experience complete oneness with him in in his resurrection from the realm of death. Glory to God. And then he goes down to chapter. Um, I'm sorry, to verse 12, and he says, I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing, but I run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. 
However, I do have one compelling focus. I forget all of the past as I fasten my heart on the future instead. I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. So let all who are fully mature have this same passion. And if anyone is not yet gripped by these desires, God will reveal them, will reveal it to them. And let us all advance together to reach this victory prize, following one path with one passion. Mm. My God, Jesus, as my son would say, those are delicious words. My God, there is so much packed into that right there that it would take even more than just an hour to dig into the depth of all that Paul was speaking right there in that ver- in those um, verses in chapter 3. So Paul is saying, my passion is to be consumed with him and not cling to my own righteousness based on keeping a law. It's not to cling to my own righteousness, but it's just based on the fullness of who Jesus Christ is. So even as we went into prayer and I just saw Papa just bringing us and he's saying, bring them up to the heavenlies. You're going up into the heavenlies on today. And I could just feel the presence of God. And I could just feel that we had exit and we just left the earth so we can just go and bask in the presence and in the peace and in the joy that he offers us in the heavenlies. My God, and when Paul spoke of these experiences, you can tell that he exit. He he was leaving the earth in order to speak and to see from from what he's given us in Scripture. These words are are so beyond an earth realm. It was Paul leaving the earth and entering into the truth of what God said. And, and that's the thing, that all throughout the Bible, whenever we're reading the Bible, and if, if we try to read the words of God while staying here in the earth, we will never be able to comprehend with, with those who he um, anointed to, you know, he anointed and he chose to write the Bible. We would never be able to understand their words to us. So it takes for us to exit the earth because, see, in the earth, we're, we're confined to, to the hurts and the pains and the cares of this world that we go through. So how is it that Paul can go through beatings and sufferings and, and missionary journeys to where he's stranded and, and all this stuff, and he can still say, count it all joy? How is that possible? Because Paul understands that in order for me to count it all joy when I'm going through sufferings and in order for me to say that the present sufferings of this current time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us, he understands that he cannot look at it from from the realm of the earth, but he has to exit the place where, where death exists and enters the place where there is eternal life. Because when we exit that place, this place, the, the realm of the earth, where we're confined to the limitations of the earth, when we exit this place and we enter into the place of the holies of holies, we understand that we're no longer confined by our logic. We're no longer confined by, by the laws in the earth. We're no longer confined by gravity because now we're in a place to where we can walk on water. 
So the things that limit us in the earth, no matter, my God, no longer limit us because we have left the earth and we have entered into the holies of holies. We've entered into the heavenlies where there are no limitations on the God that we serve. And now we come into the place where we are, my God, where we behold the glory of our king. And we understand now that my passion is to be consumed by him. So although we suffer in the earth, these, these sufferings, my God, are not to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. These sufferings are not to be compared with the suffering that Jesus Christ went through. My God, my God, my God. Thank you, Jesus. And then Paul talks about continually longing to know the wonders of Jesus more fully and to, and to experience the overflowing power of his resurrection, working where? He says, working in me, working in us. So he goes on to say, I will be one with him in his suffering. This is the place, only when we see it from heaven's standpoint, heaven's view, this is the place where we're able to say, that, my God, I can now experience the overflowing power of his resurrection working in me, and I will be one with him in his sufferings. We can't say that from the earth realm. We cannot. My God, so verse 13 says, only then will I be able to experience complete oneness with him and his resurrection from the realm of death. My God. See, this is the place where the this is the place where when people come to us for, for, for godly counsel and for wisdom, this is the place where we have to exit the realm of earth because they're already seeing it from earth's perspective. They're already seeing it from the place where they're hurting and they're broken. But we have to give them what heaven is saying and not what earth is speaking. So this is the place where Paul speaks to us out of the word of God. Whenever Paul gives counsel, whenever Paul speaks to us, he does not speak to us from, from an earth standpoint, an earth view, but he exits the earth in order to give us heaven's solution. We need heaven's solution to every problem that we face in the earth. Earth does not have the solution to our problems, but only heaven has it. So how do I exit the earth when I'm in so much pain, when I can't seem to focus at times. Allow him to lead you in like we did on tonight. You get into that place where you are just basking in his presence, just with wonder. Fill, fill, fill your very being with wonder as you think on him, as you think on his goodness. Sometimes what does it for me is just the beauty of everything that he's created in the earth, and I begin to focus on those things. My God, I begin to focus on, on how beautiful he made the earth for us. He beautified it just for us, the way that he paints new, new artwork in the sky every day. As I look up in the sky and I see the beauty of his artwork, as I walk down the street and I, I just see the flowers uh, um, along the sidewalk, and, and I, I, just, I just bask in the beauty of everything that he's created. And sometimes that means even looking at the beauty that's in ourselves and, and just looking at our hands and saying, wow, as we move our fingers, 
Wow. See, not losing our wonder. See, life has a way of taking away our childlike wonder to where we don't think of these things any longer. But if we can just connect with the, the one who made us and created us and formed us in the secret places of our mother's womb and, and bask in the beauty of, of even the way he created us. Wow, he put skin on us and, and there's bones and there's veins and stuff in there and, and still no one actually knows how all of this is formed and and how a human can grow in another human's womb. And, and just the beauty of his wonder takes you outside of this earth. And it makes you forget everything else. And before you know it, you're in a place with your father to where you're just basking in him. Just, my God, just loving on him. That's the place where he speaks. That's the place. The place where he's silent every concern of the world, and he just begins to download from heaven into us as we just go away into his presence. So, thank you, God, as we allow him to lead us the way into his presence. And I absolutely love him. My God, I absolutely love going into the heavenlies, into the holies of holies, that place where there's just nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. So we're going to go over to Philippians 4. And before the night is over, Holy Spirit allows me, so I'm going to go back to Philippians 3 and 12. So you can kind of, you know, keep that, um, keep something over there in Philippians 3 and 12, because I believe we're going to hit that again right there before the night is, um, before my time is up. Um, so we're going to go over now to Philippians 4. So Papa wants us to know, before we get to Philippians 4, Papa wants us to know that the problems and circumstances that we face in the earth, see, Jesus, we go through some serious things here in the earth, right? And sometimes we can't understand why we suffer the way we suffer, why we go through what we go through. And, um, and Papa wants us to know on tonight the reason why we go through the things that we go through in the earth is because you are heaven's solution to that problem. So many times we look at our lives and, and we're like, man, I've been through so much pain, and, and we can go down the line of the different things that we've experienced and the pain that we've, we've endured. But Papa says, I allowed you to get inside of it so you can have insight to it. How would we have a blueprint of how to do anything God's way and how to help others come out of the pain that they're going through of suffering if we do not have heaven's solution for it? So in order to, in order to have heaven's solution to the very problems that we face in earth and in order to be heaven's solution to the very problems that we face in the earth, we go inside of the situation. Um, for me, I grew up in a dysfunctional family, 
And now that I'm married and I have my own family, I've always desired a functional family. So God has told my husband and I that we are the solution to dysfunction in families when it comes into the when it comes to the earth realm. So if we never experience any dysfunction, how would we know how to tackle the problem of dysfunction in order to be the solution? How would you know how to do health? how to do fitness, how to do, um, how to do it God's way if you've never gone through sickness or you've never gone through anything that has attacked your body. You are heaven's solution in the earth. Those who have gone through sickness, um, problems in their bodies, and now God is handing you the blueprint, and he has made you the key to unlock the door in other people's lives showing you how to do it his way by getting healthy or getting fit, and then the, the different problems will, will go away in, in, in the area of your health. It's giving, he's giving you a blueprint to unlock this not only in your life but to be heaven's solution into other lives so they too don't have to go through the sickness and the pain and the different things that you have suffered and endured, but instead now you have the solution because Papa says you are the solution. Same thing with marriage, um, same thing with, with dealing with children. Sometimes we have, um, we, we have some difficult experiences as being parents, and, and we have challenges that we face with our children. But if we're willing to go to heaven and to get heaven's blueprint of how to handle this solution in the earth, because we understand that it's not just about us. I'm not going to heaven to say, oh, God, I'm tired of it for the sake of me. But, Papa, how can I unlock this? How can I be the solution? How can I unlock this problem in the earth? So no one else has to go through the pain that I've gone through. Or for even those parents who are going through the pain of having challenges with children, how do I become the solution so I can, so I can be able to solve the problem in the earth? Will you allow God to use you as his solution to the problem that many are facing in the earth? And if so, if you have said, God, use me, if you have said, my answer is yes. And there's some things that we go through in the earth in order to receive access to unlock those problems. So we want to be able to unlock those, um, those problems in the earth by becoming heaven's solution. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Jesus. Okay, so so then how do we cope and how do we deal with life in the meantime? That's why we have to draw into his presence every day. It's not a, a day that goes by where we can just do life without him. We have to we have to partner with heaven and we have to do life with God. Whenever we try to solve earth's problems, with a solution that just, you know, with a solution that's in the earth, we're going to find ourselves frustrated and suffering even more. We're going to find ourselves frustrated and suffering even the more um, because we realize we're spinning our wheels. And when we're spinning our wheels, it's very frustrating. And when we try to solve a problem in the earth with earth's resources, 
we're going to continue to spin our wheel. So we go to heaven, we get the blueprint, we get the solution, um, and then Papa releases the key to us. And he says, access granted, now you go and you be the solution to that problem in, in the earth. So how do we do this? So Philippians 4, we're going over to Philippians 4, um, starting at the first verse. And this is Paul, and he's saying, My dear and precious friend, to my dearly love, you have truly become my glorious joy and crown of reward. Now arise in the fullness of your union with our Lord. How do we receive peace in the midst of everything that we go through in the earth? When we're crying out for God to help us, how do we receive this? Paul says, now arise in the fullness of your union with the Lord. We, we receive this peace. We receive this joy by arising into the fullness of our union with the Lord. Um, we're going to go ahead and we're going to skip down to verse 4. So chapter 4, verse 4 says, be cheerful and joyous. Celebration and um, joy. I'm sorry. Be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of life. Let your joy overflow, for you are united with the anointed one. Let gentleness be seen in every relationship, for our Lord is near. So Paul says in verse 4 here, he says, be cheerful and with joyous celebration in every season of life. In life, we go through so many different seasons. Again, how can Paul say this? Did Paul never go? Did, did Paul not know what pain was? You know, when we read the Bible, we kind of wonder sometimes: did, did they really ever get it? Did they know what pain was? Did they just live with their head in the clouds because they never been through the pain that I've gone through? And and we we. We tend to say things, you know, say things like this and think things like this when, when people may even give us counsel and, and they're speaking from heaven's perspective and we're feeling like you're not being sympathetic. You know, you're not empathizing with, the, with where I am right now. But when we think about it, when they have sympathized in times past and they've been empathetic in times past, has it solved our problems? Or was it a temporary fix, and now we're back to the same place where we were before? But when we hand you heaven's solution to the problem by exiting the earth and giving you heaven's blueprint for, for what it is that God has already spoken, those are the people you want to surround yourself with, not people who are going to speak to you from earth's perspective, but people who are going to have what heaven is saying in their mouths and imparting it into you. Because though it may hurt that you feel like they're not sympathizing where you are right now, they're handing you heaven's solution because only heaven can do this for you. Oh, only heaven can get you out of that place where you're at. Only heaven can break and crush depression and suicide. Only heaven has the solution. The solution is not in the earth. So when we try to give you earth, when we try to give you resources in the earth for a problem that only heaven can solve, you find yourself back in depression. You find yourself back having these suicidal thoughts. But when we exit the, when we exit the, the earth and we reach the heavenly and, and we speak only what heaven is speaking, joy comes, life springs forth. And this is the place where Paul is speaking from when he says, be cheerful with joyous 
celebration in every season of life. Every season. And in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, it talks about seasons. And when you have time, you can go over to Ecclesiastes 3, and he says that there's a time and a season for everything under the sun, a time to be happy and a time to be sad, and it goes on and on and on. So in every season of life, we can be cheerful with a joyous celebration when we exit the earth and we receive what heaven is speaking, because heaven is always speaking. Papa's always speaking. He's always speaking. So now verse 6 says, verse 6 says, don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Paul, how can you say that? You don't know what I'm going through. You don't know the pain that I feel in my body. You don't understand what's going on in my marriage. You don't understand how my children are acting. You don't understand that I got laid off my job. You don't understand that this and that. And we can go on and on and on. But Paul says, don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. He's given us the keys here. He's given us the solution. He says, tell him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. In Philippians 4, we are handed, we, we, Paul is just giving us keys here. And he's saying here, this is how you deal with life's problems in the earth. You exit the earth. You get saturated in prayer throughout the day offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Begin to thank him. Begin to just show him. Talk to him about how grateful you are. And then it says, tell him every detail of your life. Tell him everything. Don't withhold anything from him. He knows everything about us already. And he wants to hear. Isn't that something like, although Papa knows everything about me, he still wants to hear me speak to him. He still wants me to share every single detail of my life with him because he's concerned about me. Just as we're concerned about our children, right? We love our children. We want them to share with us. And as they share their lives with us, they just, my God, they just lay it all out to us. And we just get to hear every detail of their life. And that's what Papa wants. He says, then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. And then verse 8 says, so keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind, and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. Follow the example of all that we have imparted to you, and the God of peace will be with you in all things, not in some things, in all things. So on tonight, we're receiving heaven's answers for the, for the cries of help that we have had, and he's letting us know that the solution is not in the earth. The solution is not in the earth. The solution 
is in heaven. So today was a very challenging day for me. It was a day where it was a day, um, it was a very challenging day for me to where I was just crying out to God for help. And then he reminded me of the arsenal that I have down on the inside of, of me. And each one of us has this mighty arsenal, you know, of um, weaponry down on the inside of us. His name is Holy Spirit. His name is Holy Spirit, right? So I'm going to tell you what an arsenal is. I'm just going to go to the definition. Um, Give me just a moment because none of this is just prepared before time. I love to hear him speak as he desires to speak right off the rip. So as I hear something, then I go to it. Um, So arsenal is a collection of weapons and military equipment stored by a country, person, or a group. So Papa is telling us on tonight that we have an arsenal down on the inside of us. So the person of Holy Spirit who's down on the inside of us, he is something else. He is something else. He's, He's so much to us, right? He's a comforter. He's the spirit of truth. He's the one who leads, who leads us and guides us in all truth and teaches us all things. Holy Spirit is power. Um, he's just, he's so amazing. He's so amazing. And Papa is saying to us on tonight that we have an arsenal down on the inside of us. We have weapons down on the inside of us, a collection of weapons down on the inside of us, and his name is Holy Spirit. His name is Holy Spirit. Utilize Holy Spirit. Well, how do I utilize Holy Spirit, you might ask? We utilize Holy Spirit by praying in the Spirit. Maybe, you know, it hasn't been very popular for, for, you know, that long about praying in the spirit at any given time. People say that, no, you have to have an unction. You have to have the power of God to hit you in order to use, you know, to speak in the spirit. But we're going to go over to, let me see. Because we're going to, let's just go over to, let me see. I think we're going to go over to Thessalonians. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, Ephesians 6 and 18 also, when we talk about the armor of God, one of the the armor, parts of the armor in Ephesians 6 and 18 that we don't speak about that often, you know, we talk about the helmet of salvation. We talk about the breastplate of righteousness. We talk about the belt of truth. We talk about the um, shields of faith. We talk about our feet being shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We talk about the, um, you know, we talk about the sword of the spear. We talk about all the different pieces of the armor, but we always forget the prayer lamps. Um, so when you're in your time, you can go over to Ephesians 6 and 18, where he talks about the, the prayer lamps and pray in the spirit. Yes, let's go there and instead of Thessalonians. We're going to go to Ephesians 6 and 18. Thank you, Holy Spirit. But in Thessalonians, I was just going to point out the fact where um, Paul talks about praying where we're supposed to pray. 
continuously. Um, but we're going to go to Ephesians 6 instead because this one really um, is where we need to be. So Ephesians 6 and 18, again, I'm still in the Passion Translation. Okay. So Ephesians 6 and 18, I'm just looking for my 18th verse. Excuse me for a moment. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Here we are. Pray passionately in the spirit as you consistently intercede with every form of prayer at all times. And then it goes into saying, pray the blessings of God upon his believers. But right there says, pray passionately in the spirit. When I'm going through a challenging time in the earth, and I just feel like screaming out help, like I don't know if you ever heard that Erica Kane, that song by, not Erica Kane, what am I saying? That song by Erica, what is Erica's last name? Erica Taylor Campbell. If you've ever heard that song by Erica Campbell called Help, I remember one day I was going through so much agony. I think I sat there and listened to that song about 25 different times, and she's saying, Lord, I need your help. If you haven't heard that song, um, check it out on YouTube. And she's saying, Lord, I need your help. And I remember sitting there. This was a little while ago, maybe two, three years ago. And I remember sitting in the car and screaming out, like, God, I need your help. Um, when we get to those those places in life that it just seems like it's too much to bear and we're screaming out that we need God's help, that's when we need to call on the one who is our arsenal, the one who has, who, who has the weapons for every battle that we will ever face. And um, that's when we need to pull out praying in the spirit. Because no longer now am I confined to the realm of the earth because I'm using my heavenly language. I'm praying in the spirit. And although, and I can't go into the whole teaching on this, um, definitely don't have time for the whole teaching on this, but try it. Begin to pray in the spirit. And we know from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18, that we can pray passionately in the spirit. Um, So it's not that, oh, I have to wait for Holy Spirit to come in order to pray in the spirit. No. Whenever you are feeling life's pressures and agony, you can pray in the spirit. And Holy Spirit begins to download the secrets and the mysteries from the mind of God to us. And I tell you, such a peace that comes, that passes all understanding, peace that surpasses all understanding comes and begins to um, uh, just blanket our minds, just blanket our minds. So I just wanted to share that on tonight that um so while I was going through a challenging time tonight well earlier today it wasn't tonight when I was going through a challenging time today that's what Holy Spirit reminded me of begin to pray in the spirit LaShawn begin to pray in the spirit so all throughout the day I begin to pray in the spirit and that's what Thessalonians talks about um pray without ceasing how do I pray without ceasing all day I tell you what you can pray in the spirit all day long without anyone knowing you're praying in the spirit I pray in the spirit um when I'm going through things low enough to only where nobody knows that I'm doing it my mouth is not even moving um I don't know the kids probably think that their mama got some ventriloquist skills or something <laughs> but um I've I've been able I've been doing it for a little bit of time now so I have learned how to pray in the spirit to where no one else can just see my mouth moving or anything like that. 
and um, and I tell you, Holy Spirit begins to download what's in the very minds of God, and he, he gives it to me so I know how to conquer Earth's problem that I'm facing at that time. So I've been doing that all throughout the day. Like I said, it was a challenging day. And sometimes if we don't go through challenges in the earth, then we don't understand what other people are going through, and then we cannot be the solution to their problem because we don't have any problems. Um, so we want to be able to be the solution to to people's problems in the earth because that's why we're here. So now I'm going to go back to Philippians 3 and 12, okay? So I'm Holy Spirit is just downloading all of this from the mind of God right now as I'm speaking all of this to you. Um, this is not something that I went and I, I had. This, this is not something that I just had. What happened was during prayer, while I was right here on the line with you during prayer, Holy Spirit downloaded what it was that he was giving on tonight. This is what I'm going to do, and you just open your mouth and speak, and then he flows. So now I go to Philippians 3 and 12 to where Paul says, I admit that I have not yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing, but I run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover. So as I sit here on tonight and, and, and God uses my mouth to share with you what he, he desires to say, I can admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing. But I run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do have one compelling focus. I forget all of the past as I have fastened my heart to the future instead. So I don't look to those times where, you know, um, I, I don't look to the past. I, I just continue to to pursue and run after the truth of what he is speaking to us on tonight and don't look to the past and uh, to the past and remember that you don't depend we don't depend on our own strength to accomplish this however we do have one compelling focus we forget the past and we fasten our hearts on the future instead and Paul says in verse 14 it says I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus my God, verse 15, said, so let all who are fully mature have the same passion, and if anyone is not yet gripped by these desires, God will reveal it to them. And let us all advance together to reach this victory prize following one path with one passion. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 17, my beloved friends. Imitate my walk with God and follow all those who walk according to the way of life we modeled before you. For there are many who live in different standards, as I've warned you many times. I weep as I write these words. They are enemies of the cross of the anointed one, and doom awaits them. Don't follow people's perspective when they're giving you earth, when they're trying to give you Earth's answers to your problems, and you know, and Earth doesn't have have the solution. Papa says Earth doesn't have what we need, but heaven does. So, Papa, we just thank you, um, my God, for the spirit, my God, of truth 
speaking to us on tonight. Holy Spirit, we bless you, and we just say thank you. Thank you for breathing truth in our lives. Thank you for handing us keys, solutions to earth's problems. Thank you for unlocking questions that we have even had in our own hearts and minds. Thank you for for just breathing truth into our lives and just removing every lie and everything that limits us from receiving what it is that you're saying belongs to us. We love you. We bless you. My God, may these words not be choked out. My God, glory to God. My God, but may they produce fruit, good fruit that shall remain in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Wow, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. You're so good, God. Are you there, Ramonda? Are you there, sister? Hallelujah, yes I am. I'm telling you, I'm just, I'm just full. I'm full. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. That's just what we needed. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord God. We thank you. My God, my God, my God. We thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, we thank you tonight. Thank you, Jesus. So good. I know several people here in the line. You spoke to our hearts, going through things in our bodies, our minds. And we have to be so careful and so mindful of what we allow other people to deposit in our spirit. People try to tell us why we go through things and imply that we've done something wrong or, or, or that, you know, it's some type of punishment or it's something we're not doing right. And, oh, I love how God has an on-time word. To, and you reminded us tonight. You told us that it's for a purpose. It's a greater purpose because we are an answer to something. God, I thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you. God, I thank you for that. You know just what we need, oh God. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know just what we need, just how we need it, just when we need it, Lord. Father, we thank you. Lord God, tonight I just lift the woman of God and her family and her ministry, her publishing company, Lord God, before you on tonight. Lord God, I thank you for what she's doing, what her family is doing, what her husband is doing, how he's leading the family, Lord God. We thank you right now, Lord, that it is uncharted territory, Lord. 
I know that many times they're wondering what in the world is going on. But, God, you're leading them in the way that only you can. God, they don't go in their own strength, in their own intellect, in their own power, Lord. And it seems like a lonely road, God. It seems like no others aren't doing this, God. And and I know sometimes things seem like they're not lining up. But, God, we believe that they are lining up according to your will. For their lives, God, and no, it does not make sense to our human brain. No, it does not add add up in our human uh, numerical system, Lord God. But through your spirit, Lord God, for the greater good of all of those that they will touch, God, all of those that they will lead, Lord God. Oh, God, we thank you that it is working together. It is coming together, Lord God, that they are walking according to your will that just simply does not make sense to man. Oh, God, we thank you that they will continue, God, to walk, to move forward, Lord God, and you will meet every need, God. You will supply every need, Lord, and they will continue to blaze a trail that has not been traveled on before. Lord God, the road less traveled, God, the narrow road. They're literally having to take spiritual machetes and cut down forests, God, cut down trees, cut down vines, God, in the name of Jesus. God, it looks dark and it looks dreary, Lord God, but that is the divine path that you have for their lives, Lord, and we thank you for it. Thank you, Jesus. God, no matter what comes to mind, no matter what is said, oh, God, we thank you, Lord, that they are blazing that trail. Oh, God, that they are going down those dark and lonely roads, God, dusty, hot, and thirsty, Lord, weak and weary sometimes, God, wondering if they took the left turn when they should have taken the right turn. No, they're on the path that you desire for them to be on. And we say thank you, God. We speak restoration to their very marrow and their bones on tonight, God. We thank you that finances will no longer be an issue for them so that they can focus, God, focus on hearing your voice and taking a step, hearing your voice and taking a step. They can't do that wondering how they're going to eat. They can't do that wondering how they're going to travel. They can't do that wondering where they're going to lay their head. They can't do that wondering how they're going to clothe and feed their children. Oh, God, we thank you for this, Lord. We thank you that the testimony that's coming, that's starting right now and will go into 2018, 2019, God, will be so unreal because people aren't believing you for these things. People aren't stepping out. You want them to, but we are often so afraid, afraid, God, of the unknown, afraid of what people will say, afraid of how we'll look, God. But we thank you for the Dobbs family that is that is just going, going, God, on your word, going, God, on your voice, God. We thank you that you will continue to even whisper to that son, oh, God, there is a specific son. I don't know which one it is, but God speaks to that young man in such a unique way that he even blows you in your husband's mind. And I know this is from the Lord. I know this is from the Holy Spirit. Continue to listen to him. And if he says, Mama, rest, Listen to him, or your body will begin to shut down on you. Jesus. Your husband is the leader, but he is a prophetic voice for your family and your ministry. His son, whichever son, you know who it is. 
My God. Listen to him. Listen to him. Because he's going to have to speak up now and begin to take a role because his wisdom in, in the Lord is far beyond his little years. We thank you for covering him, oh God. We thank you, God, that he won't feel like he's odd or weird, but he will know just how royal and just how precious he is, oh God. Yes, God. And I don't know what it is about your daughter in your relationship, but I speak peace and healing. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, my, 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 oh, my God. The devil will mm. not come between you. She will know just how much you love her. Regardless Thank of what happened Jesus. when you weren't in this situation, regardless of what happened when she was younger, she will understand Jesus. that you are a new creation and you love her. Thank you, Jesus. My God. Jesus. Oh, Papa, thank you. Jesus. Jesus. Reconciliation for your family. Well, thank I don't you, know Jesus. who it is in your family. Reconciliation is coming. Thank you, Reconciliation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, you're so good. Thank you, Lord God. And we, we, we just thank you for it, Lord. We just thank you for thank it, Father. You, Father. We just thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank Jesus. You. Oh, God, I thank Everybody you. on this line, we speak reconciliation to you and your family Jesus. members. Yeah, now, this my part, God. This just blew my mind. He just deposited this into my reconciliation with yourself. My God. Jeez. Somebody's going to catch that. Reconciliation Ooh. with yourself. Mm. See, that old Jesus. man struggles with that new man. And then oh the place you are now struggling with where you're going to go. Reconciliation so that you can flow in the Holy Ghost, so that you can flow. You can be that mm-hmm. woman of power, that man of power or strength. Jesus. Not being confused. Not wanting to draw back when God says go forward. Reconciliation with yourself. Jesus, that's powerful. Thank you. God, we thank you. Mm. We thank you. Jesus. I know we can say, God, you've been so good, and think about where he brought us from. And we have to be careful not to get into the world. Why did, oh, I don't believe he chose me. I don't believe. I don't believe. You know, I can't hardly believe that he chose. He chose you. Uh, he knew. He chose you before you did what you did, and he didn't change his mind about you not one time. Jesus. Even in your worst state, he never changed his mind about who you were going to be. He see, he saw who you were going to be. And you can't you, be Jesus. who you need to be if you don't go through the things that make you strong and courageous. And a lot of times that is our mistakes. Thank you, Lord, for moving just how you want to move on tonight. We make no apologies. No apologies. Thank you, Jesus. No apologies. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, Jesus. Woman of God, 
I don't know anything oh about goodness. your daughter. I don't know anything about your son. I don't, you know, I don't know. That. I know you don't. <laughs> I don't know anything about your no, family other than your family unit that's there. I don't know that. But that's the Holy yeah. Spirit. And even I have to say that God has to remind me of who I am in him by speaking Jesus. those things to me. Because he knows that I will. I will say it. Thank and he has Jesus. to remind us yeah. who we are. Because we've God. all come from a place sometimes where we, we tend to doubt, but we cannot doubt who we are in Jesus. God because somebody else needs to hear. Every time that you tell me, woman of God, every time that you send me even a message, um, the lady that you sent me, I began to, to go back and listen to her messages. Oh, my God, about the health. Oh, my God. Jesus. Oh, my God. There are many times when my life has been forever changed. But when I heard that testimony that you sent me, and it made me realize that I'm just where God wants me to be. And I have to be okay if I never am, if my body never goes back to that state that it was before, that I'm still here. Thank you, God. Jesus. And I still have a purpose and a mission. Thank you, Jesus. And I cannot get caught up in what used to be. And the only way that I'm healed is to be like I was before. Not if that's not God's will for my life. But I can be content in the state that I am. I can do what I can from even my bedside and still be healed. Because I'm whole. I'm at peace. My God. See, we have that healed and whole thing messed up. It's not about that. It's about your mind being at peace. You being okay right where you are in Jesus. That makes you whole. That makes you healed. If you never go back to that, you're still whole because you're at peace. You're at one with God and what he's doing in your life and what he's doing through your battles, through your struggles. That is being whole. And I never would have grasped that if you didn't send me that testimony. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We speak wholeness to everyone on this line. And there's a special, special visitation from the Lord for you because you took the time to get on this line. My God, I, I there's nothing else to say for me. I'm 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 just overwhelmed with joy. Like you said, it, the overwhelm is a two-sided coin. <laughs> yeah. I, we we when we hear overwhelmed, we think about the negative, but God wants us to be overwhelmed with Him. That means that we're so full of Him that we don't even know in our in our intellect what to say or what to do 
so overwhelmed, I, I will continue to be overwhelmed, but not in the same way that I used to be. Overwhelmed with his goodness, overwhelmed with his mercy, overwhelmed with his blessings, mm-hmm. overwhelmed with his grace, overwhelmed with his love, overwhelmed mm-hmm. with his forgiveness, overwhelmed. I am overwhelmed. I am to use you. Everything you said was 100% on point. My God. My God. If you're on the line, I, I know we've gone over, but uh, we don't cover the Holy Spirit, even though we cannot. If you're on the line, to quickly say anything right now, press um, star one on your phone. If you do go ahead at this time, before we end, I'm giving you a chance. If there's anything that you would like to say, press star one at this time. Hallelujah, Jesus. My God. My God. Thank you, Jesus. My God. Thank you, God. My God. My God. So good. Thank you, Lord. If not... We just say thank God, thank you, Holy Spirit, thank you, Father, thank you, Son, and thank you, Holy Spirit, for visiting with us tonight, for sharing your deepest, most personal thoughts with us, for just treating us as your friend, not just your daughter, not not your servant, but your friend. Mm. We say thank you. We love you. Thank you, woman of God. Continue to boldly do what you do. Hallelujah. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit, until we're on this line again, I love you. I thank you. God bless you. Be encouraged. And most of all, allow him to make you whole. Even if that hole doesn't look like anything you've ever seen. Amen, amen, and amen.